What's up, you guys? It's Idalis here, and you're listening to Idalis Facts and Answers. What's up, you guys? Welcome back. Welcome back. So, I have a lot to tell you guys about. Today is Monday. It's a brand new week. Um, as you may know, I did not upload last week, which was uh, three days ago at this point. Um, I did not upload on Friday. It was not my intention, but I honestly didn't have anything to talk to you guys about. Um, I literally watched all of season four of you and (laughs) my intention like I told you guys uh the week prior was to take notes pretty much of every episode so I can come back and tell you guys like what I thought about this what happened all that jazz but um when I actually started to watch it I put it on and my husband wanted to watch with me so um if you remember i said something along the lines of like so i want to watch you but i haven't watched it yet so i'm like behind already mind you it was probably at least two days since you came out but everyone is trying to make money everyone is up on their toes and um i was just behind i was falling behind in that aspect me and my husband did start to watch it. We actually finished it. Um, I want to say within three days. Just because like there were obviously moments where it had to be paused. Or maybe we just fell asleep. Or we wanted to watch something else. But considering that it was only like what? Four? I doubt it was four. I think it was like six episodes. Um, I don't recall, but, um, I don't recall. So anyways, I finished it already. If you guys want me to review you, kind of, like I did Wednesday, let me know. I have not found a site yet, honestly, because I did not look into it. But I have not found a site yet where I can just read you the title episode the title of the episode, what it was about, um, the little bio, and go from there and what I remember and just little things that happened in between certain things. Let me know if that's how you want me to do it. Um, Otherwise, what I will say is that I did not expect first half of season four to be so... I don't even know the word, but... Uh, really good, honestly. I, I literally like you has been good since season one, episode one. So I'm not too surprised. I'm just, I think I am surprised, just in a sense that like after four years they have continued continued the story. Um, the story is based off of books, so um, I believe I mentioned this last time. I can't wait to 
be able to buy the author's books. Her name is Caroline Kneps or Neps. I'm not sure how you pronounce her last name. Uh, but go check her out. She has other books aside from you. And if I'm correct, her first book based off of the You series is actually not called You. So that's intriguing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't wait to be able to buy her books. I do want to update you guys with certain things of the last episode because I have a lot to tell you guys so I'm just gonna get into it honestly um it is Monday okay and it is 12 56 p.m going on 1 p.m and I've been home all day okay so Anthony my husband works Wednesday through Saturday he's off Sunday Monday Tuesday okay the past two weeks um and now including this week but more so the past two weeks i have been off from work with anthony on mondays and tuesdays obviously sundays i don't work weekends then again that's not the truth <laughs> um long story short he works those days those and I am home doing nothing or I am home door dashing and what I mean I'm home like I'm obviously home from work not working so what I'll do for extra cash is DoorDash. long story short you guys I don't even know if I talked about this I really have to go back and re-listen so I'm not caught repeating myself but I applied for a job and if I'm honest, I believe I talked a little about, about this in my last episode. And I was saying something along the lines of, I recorded a whole podcast episode and I did not release it. I actually deleted it all because I felt like I was telling too much of my business, which I don't regret it. I definitely understand and know now and just come to the realization pretty early on that I was definitely detailing too much of my life and what is going on. I still tend to do that because essentially my podcast is my diary, if you will. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember that or if I even said that because the days are just clashing in with each other and when I delete something, I delete it and I don't make any type of notes on it so I can remember for later on. Long story short, I told you guys that I applied for a caregiving position because your girl has been out of work for six months now. Um, I was going to say five months, but that's not the case. I've been out of work for six months now, two days ago. It has been my six-month anniversary of getting my surgery for my left wrist. Um, long story short, technically I've been out of work a, a longer than that, but before my surgery, I was still out of work for a good five months. So uh, you can imagine the, the shithole I'm in and trying to get myself out of. If not, that's fine and understandable. Aside from that, so I told you guys, like, yes, yeah, so I applied to this caregiving position. I need money ASAP. Um, I don't 
I don't want to get back into caregiving. I don't ever want to caregive again unless I have to. So in my mind, I have to. You know, the caregiving agencies are the only agencies, um, unless somebody can prove me wrong or show me wrong, uh, I stand by what I say. Um, the healthcare industry, as far as for caregivers, possibly LPNs, RNs, um, they hire a lot. Um, I'm not in that position, but I, just, I don't have that skill set or the degree or certificates for it. I've only been a caregiver. With the caregiving industry slash healthcare industry, that is the only job that you can apply for and start working within three days. I want to say that. Three to five days. I say three days because a lot of the times when I was applying to the caregiving companies that I used to work for, I was starting immediately. So if they weren't hiring me that same day and I wasn't working two days later, if not the next day, depending on when they accepted my offer and hired me and stuff like that, um, that's why I did it, obviously. So um, I believe I mentioned this in the episode that I deleted. Um, I worked two days, two separate days for this caregiving agency. They are brand new. They opened July and or August of 2022. So they are still fresh. They're still brand new. They're still getting situated and getting their things together. Now, granted, we're still a little ways off from July and August, but it is around the corner. So I'm kind of surprised that they're not organized and they're not ready for certain things. And it's unfortunate because everyone in that company that I've seen and, you know, have met, they were all really nice women, okay? Um, They gave me no issues. There was no attitude. I, you know, they presented me with respect and I did the same. So until this day, um, it's been three weeks since I worked for them. So what I want to say is it took them... I applied, I don't remember what dates, but I applied with them in January. I heard back, I think, the same day I applied to them. Yeah, I heard back immediately. So that told me like, hey, they really need people. (laughs) Like, really need people. So I heard about, I heard from them immediately after I applied. And when I applied to these caregiving positions during this time, it was a last resort for me because I have already, and I'm still applying, but I have already applied to so many other companies and everyone has been denying me. There are people who I'm not going to lie, who have wanted to hire me or at least interview me. And I have declined because I always thought I was going to have a better offer Or I was just being picky. I'm not going to lie. I'm taking accountability. And I know what you guys are going to say. Well, you fucked that up for yourself or you screwed yourself over. I understand that. (laughs) I realize that. I'm self-sabotaging, self-sabotaging myself. And I no longer want to do that. But I've seen something today that said employees don't quit because of the work. They quit because of the environment. And... 
I so hard, so, I can't even think of that word, so wholeheartedly, I wanted to make sure that came out right, I wholeheartedly believe that um, my food service working job that I had, I did not leave because of the work, the work was easy. Um, partially I left before because of the work, yes. But realistically, I left because of the environment. I knew that it was toxic. I knew that it was going to get toxic. Um, and I knew how certain people were. So even, side note, I'll get back to what I was saying about the caregiving. But with the whole side note thing, when I went to go drop off, I want to say it's a key fob. That's all it really was. Uh, back to them, uh, the two employees that... I was working with just less than 24 hours ago, it seemed. Um, you know, I got like smirks from them and, you know, whispers and certain things. And it's just like, okay, I didn't last as long as anybody else. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's it's none of your business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but aside from that, like, you know, I believe I told this story um, if not, I at least told it to my husband um, and my best friend. But there have, when I was working there, I can tell that the environment was off. Like, literally, the manager was yelling at an employee for an employee telling her, like, hey, the cart is ready. Like, send it up. Like, the cart was sitting there for 10, almost 15 minutes. And you're getting upset because it's not being sent off right away. Um and I just basically saw the toxic within the toxic. Um, the first day, like I mentioned beforehand, everything was cool. Um, but there was still some toxic things, even the first day with the one co-worker trying to be on my ass and shit when it's like I already know where my breaks are you're basically trying to get one over on me and not have my break so you and everyone else can have a break I'm not gonna sit here and not have a break just to serve people food and have to clean dishes like are you kidding me um so and people might be like oh well you're just picky and you know ungrateful I'm not ungrateful I'm not trying to be ungrateful um I definitely have acknowledged that I have been picky with the jobs I want and if I'm being honest I try to be picky in certain cases not all just because I don't want to be stuck at a job that I know I'm not gonna like or I, I don't already like um at the end of the day I know I have to do what I have to do and I'll do what I have to do regardless but I am happy to say that with this caregiving stuff, I, well, I'm not happy about the caregiving stuff, but basically what I wanted to say is the caregiving agency that I applied for, I've only worked two days with them and they were not full shifts. Um, the one day I worked with a client, it was seven hours. The next time I worked with the same client, it was or the first shift was six hours. The second shift with the same client was seven hours. And those were, my first shift was Wednesday. 
the next shift was Saturday. So I already had days off in between that. And like I stated, after that Saturday, within that week, I did get contacted, but not, um, I don't want to say not to take on a shift. I definitely got contacted to take on a shift, but they're paying me less than what I asked for. They're paying me less than what I know I'm worth. <laughs> and not only that, they told me last minute how much I would get, be getting paid after I sat at an orientation from 2 o'clock to 5.30 just for the owner of the company to read word from word off of papers that we could have done over Zoom or and done any other way. I get it. It's her company. I believe it's her and her husband's. But at the end of the day, like nobody wants to spend three hours <laughs> reading from a paper that we could have just read on our own. And you could have found out, you could have found an easier way to check off like, hey, we did the orientation or hey, you read that, you read this. Um, not only that, I haven't heard anything from them. Today is Monday. They have not contacted me at all today. Their policy, at least what was told to me, is if they have a job for you last minute, whether somebody called off last minute, um, maybe they just need someone to fill for somebody, they said the latest they will contact you is 9 o'clock. Um, they try to do it before 9 o'clock, but 9 o'clock is the latest. This week will be my third week not working with them. Now, I have been doing their um they assign these trainings and there's a shit ton of them i've been doing them slowly but surely um i have not i knew i know honestly if i wanted to i can finish it immediately but i kind of don't want to finish it immediately because i know in my brain i know in my heart i know in my physical being and my feelings that I'm not going to be at this job much longer. They have showed me unprofessionalism just by neglecting me work. Now, I don't want to say they neglected me work because I know for a fact that if I called them right now and said, hey, I know you don't have any full-time cases. Can you put me on any case you have? I know they'll do that. The reason why I have not done it is because they don't have enough clients, which was already told to me. They don't have clients for full time. What they said was they could basically get me the hours that I want, but they have clients on hold because they didn't want to take on their clients without having any caregivers to take care of them. I understand that. But I applied with you guys one day. You got back to me within an hour of that day of me applying. Mind you, I only applied to the caregiving positions after I applied to the other positions that I'm hoping to get into because I want to stray away from the healthcare industry. I no longer wanted to do no I long no longer want to do it basically. I knew back in 2020 
when I had to stop taking care of my great-gram because I was working with her youngest daughter, who is my grandmother, when we started clashing, I knew that I had to leave caregiving. And I didn't want to do it for anybody else. Um, so with that being said, I actually had jobs after that situation with my great-grandmother. And I had other positions. Now, granted, it sucks because COVID started and shut a lot of things down. And I hate to even blame COVID, but that's literally what happened. Like, the job that I got um, after my last caregiving position, which was taking care of my great-grandma, um, I worked at this job for a week, maybe. Like, I think I was trained for two weeks or so. I'm, I don't recall. Um... And I didn't like it. I knew the job wasn't for me. Um, I was planning on finding a new job ahead of time. The one day I was supposed to go into work, I didn't go into work because I knew I was going to quit, but I had, I don't want to say I had to quit, but I did quit because my car broke down the day that I was supposed to go into work. And at that time, my car was not getting fixed. Like, the car just completely shut off. There was no power. There was no money to figure out anything else. So, I actually just sold the car off. The car was old anyways. So, I just sold the car off. And then from there, once my car broke down, the next day, the world shut down. Like, I was going to say Barack Obama. That is not true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then the next moment... The president was like, okay, we're calling for the shutdown. And I was like, oh, great. My, I left a job because I did not like it. But I also glad that I left it because now I have no transportation. And then at the same time, the world shut down from COVID. And then not too long after, the job that I just had, the job that I just had at the call center, <laughs> They shut down, you guys. They no longer exist. Like, the company still exists, just not in that location, not in that building. Um, they literally shut down. I don't know why. I wasn't told anything. Um, I obviously left way before that happened. But I was just shocked, you guys. I was stunned. So, long story short, I am unfortunately back in the caregiving industry. Um, side note, not even a side note. Long story short... I have not worked with this company going on three weeks. They've only given me two days. They offered me um, a case that was part-time. And if I'm being honest, you guys, I didn't take it because you're paying me $2 less. Well, yeah, you're paying me $2.50 less than what I... I don't want to say I offered, but like I'm worth, you know what I'm saying? Like I told you, you guys are paying from, I think it was, I'll just be honest. They're paying from $12 to 15 hours, 15 hours, $15 an hour. Now, when I see that on the listing, I was like, fuck, I don't want to apply because if, if they give me 12, I'm going to have to take it wrong. You don't have to take it. So when I applied, they got back to me within that day, within an hour of me applying. Like I said, I had already applied to other jobs. 
so I wouldn't have to get back in the caregiving agency. Did I know somebody would contact me immediately? Yes, and that's exactly what happened. So I was like, fuck it, I knew this was gonna happen. They're paying 12 to 15, why not? I've been doing caregiving for six going on seven years now. Um, I have way more than enough experience. I should be getting 15, if not 14, the lowest because I have the experience. Now, granted, I have a wrist issue, so I cannot be hands-on with certain clients who are overweight, who need help being lifted, who need the help being transferred. I cannot do that. If they are not 50 pounds and less, there's no way in hell I can do that with or without help. So... Um, I let them know, like, hey, so I just got my surgery. It's been five months. I feel great. Um, you know, during that time, I was like, I go to see my doctor soon. So if anything, like, I can let you guys know if anything switches, you guys. The hiring manager, she told me how much I was going to be getting paid at the orientation because they quote unquote forgot or didn't want to tell me or whatever and I was like what she told me I was like what that's two dollars less two dollars and fifty cents less and I just sat there and I was just like okay because at that point I'm already annoyed that I was here from two o'clock to five thirty missed picking my husband up from work and you all we did was bullshit like you had me sit there for three hours to wash my hands in front of you, to read from the paper off the script, to watch some video that has nothing to do with the job, um, and then, you know, take a picture for your badge. You guys, I cannot believe that. So after we got our badge and stuff, well, before we got our badge, um, I say we because there was another person there, but after I got my badge, um, well, before I had the badge, we had to look at the schedule, see what we can do so we can start working that week. Mind you, the orientation happened on a Wednesday. I mean, on a Monday. I started work that Wednesday so they can, you know, just get me on the schedule and to see, you know, how they handle things and how they do things. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I wasn't going to take it originally just to try it regardless because it was 34 minutes away from my home. They knew all the details of what I've asked for and what I wanted, and they failed to give me any of it. So long story short, once I worked that Wednesday, I was off Thursday, Friday. Um, I was contacted Friday to see if I can work Saturday. And I was like, yeah, sure. They let me know that I had to go in and out an hour earlier. And I was like, yeah, sure. I did not mind driving 34 minutes on that Saturday just because the client that I was with was a nice lady and I enjoyed her um, companionship, you know what I'm saying? She taught me how to play Scrabble, so why not? <sighs> Obviously, Sunday, they're closed, didn't hear anything. Monday, didn't hear anything. Tuesday, heard something. They were trying to get me a case for a gentleman that was only three or four days, but it was only four hours. So I believe I spoke about this. Um, aside from that, I get that's little money, but that little money is not going to get me anywhere. Not with bills, not with buying new clothes, not with going on trips, not with anything that I need and or want, um, especially all the needs. Like I need a lot of things right now to happen. Um, 
for me and just for me to like get back on track with my life and all that other stuff. So I did not accept it. And I, there are times in my head where I'm like, damn, I need money. I should have just taken it. But there was no guarantee that that was going to be a permanent case. So it's three or four days, but I could work one time with this person and leave them, think everything's fine and not know anything. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's where the discontent is with me. And I thought about like, hey, so if I get this job, um, I won't leave the caregiving agency. I'll just switch to part-time because that's clearly all they have. And why not have two incomes? You guys, like I said, it's going on three weeks this week. They have not contacted me. I'm literally going to quit. And <laughs> the thing is, when they when you quit, they want you to go there so you can tell them why you're quitting and hand back your badge. And my anxiety is just through the roof thinking about that. So I already have a different outlet of how I'm going to do it. I'm not going to say it yet until I know I'm secure in my next position. And I'm not going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, I just can't wait to quit them. The reason why I haven't quit now is because they're my only source of income. And I'm hoping that before I start another job they would have contacted me for something. Um, this week, I think I would be getting paid again with them, but because I did not work last week, um, I won't be getting paid, which sucks. So I'm still here broke, um, basically unemployed, still not working. The reason why I have not contacted them is because they know for sure that they can contact me and I'm not going to contact you to fish for part-time jobs when I apply to be full-time. And I think the discontent with me as well is just the fact of they could have told me before orientation. They could have told me when I applied. They could have told me when I came into the office that like, hey, we do full-time, obviously, but we don't have any full-time shifts right now. So would you want to continue forward? They did not offer me that choice so I'm still stuck now in a situation that's no good um you know caregiving agencies that I've been to they've always they've never been new I mean my last caregiving agency they were pretty new but not that new um you know they had their little companies everywhere else around the country so they're not too new it was just new in my area um but the current agency, had they let me know beforehand, I would have considered still applying. You know, I would have considered go moving forward because at the end of the day, in my eyes, I've still, I still haven't worked a whole month. Those two days don't even count. That wasn't even a $200 check. So it's like, what, like, what are we doing here? And I, I don't want to contact them because I know they'll give me something but it's not what I want. It's not what I asked for. Um, so I'm just laying low. Um, I know that I always wake up before 9 a.m. So the fact that they have not called me or texted me, which they said they do, um, leads me to believe that they're just, I don't want to say unprofessional because they're not. But that what they're doing to me is essentially unprofessional. And 
I don't care for it. So that being said, <laughs> I have two interviews, one tomorrow, one on Wednesday. The one on Wednesday, I'm actually thinking about not going to because the job for tomorrow is actually, it's not a caregiving job, but it is dealing with people who need help, but I won't be a caregiver and I'll be wake, I'll be making what I deserve way more than what I asked for at this company and not only that it's Monday through Friday no weekends and it's only from 8 a.m to 4 30 so I'm excited about that I can't wait for tomorrow and you know they're paying more than uh they're paying like a dollar more basically than the interview I have on Wednesday so we shall see I'll obviously keep you guys updated. I'm still thinking about going to the one on Wednesday, even though it's a dollar less. Um, but I figure that's a decision I have to make after my first interview, which is scheduled for tomorrow on Tuesday. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to come back, talk a little bit more about the updates, and we'll go from there. All right, you guys. So... With that being said, that's just what I've been going through. Um, so I've just been door dashing. Um, Anthony and I have been doing DoorDash as a team. So um, we've been door dashing as much as we can. We recently became door dasher for the uh, top door dasher for the month of February. So we've been doing it as much as possible just because when you're top dasher you get more orders and higher orders um you still get the low orders but not as much and not as often um so yeah we've just been doing that to make life somewhat easier which it's not really so yeah i'm just excited for this interview slash these interviews this week um, just because I know what I have to do now and I'm motivated and I'm focused to get the ball rolling and start working. It's about that time. Um, I still have a Puerto Rico trip to go to this year. Me and Anthony plan to do our honeymoon this year. So I'm definitely trying to get on the ball ASAP. Um, there was something else that occurred but I'm, I'm forgetting. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm just waiting for those interviews tomorrow. And yeah, once, once I get the job tomorrow, um, <laughs> I'm just going to think positive in that way. Once I get the job tomorrow, uh, I'll most likely just drive over to the caregiving agency and resign with them in the way that I told you guys I wasn't gonna <laughs> tell you guys just yet and I, I think that'll definitely be a next Friday episode so if you're hearing this this Friday happy Friday but this is not the episode next Friday <laughs> um so yeah I'm just intrigued to see what happens and I'm really just heartbroken that you know, this company would essentially do this to me because I know they're contacting other people. Um, and regardless of me, I do want to acknowledge this too. Regardless of me telling the scheduler 
um, that I was not interested in that case that she offered me, she has not contacted me at all to offer me anything else. Um, and I never told her I wasn't interested in doing any part-time cases. Well, actually I did because I told her I'm not interested in part-time. I'm only interested in full-time because that's what I applied for. And she assured me that they can give me the hours that I'm asking for, but they have clients on hold because they want to make sure they have caregivers for them. I understand that, but take somebody off hold and let them know like, hey, so we have a caregiver for you. We would like to try it out. I don't understand, like, I don't understand the process and the fact that they didn't give me any more details. They haven't emailed me. I'm assuming that they're waiting for me to quit or they're trying to find a way to fire me because there's no way that a uh, caregiving agency is waiting three plus weeks to let you know, like, hey, we have some clients for you. Um, and I say that because with my last company, Bayada, I'm no longer with them, so I feel comfortable saying their name. Um, with them, if they didn't have any full-time cases they would let me know and they would contact me I wouldn't say every day but more than two days at max if it's not two days back to back it's two days every other day or it's two you know one day they're calling me two days later they're calling me like they're making sure to keep up with everyone and they were definitely more professional in the sense of like, hey, so we don't have any full-time cases right now. Um, we can put you on this case that is more permanent. It is not full-time, but at least you're making close to your hours. This current company has not done any of that. They want me to work three to four hours on three or four days and it's like that's not enough and you're paying me less than what I asked for if you wanted me to do part-time for those hours you got to pay me that $15 I asked for because I have the experience I know I'm worth it and why the fuck not <laughs> you know what I'm saying and the hiring manager the price she offered me I don't even say offered me she told me that I would be making that much because before the orientation I asked her how much will we be getting paid? How much will I be getting paid? She was not sure in the moment. She waited until orientation at the end of the moment to tell me how much they would be paying me because I'm not on hands-on cases. Um, that's not acceptable to me, whether it's a hands-on case or not. At the end of the day, I'm still taking care of somebody's loved one because they didn't want to take care of their loved one themselves. Um, and I understand it's not hands-on cases. People are doing a lot more than I'm doing. But at the end of the day, you can't pay somebody $15 an hour for less experience than I have just because they're doing hands-on case, hands cases. And maybe you can. But in my mind and in my eyes, that's not fair. And I, I'm not tolerating. I'm not, I can't even speak. Uh, that's how shook I am. But I'm not tolerating it anymore. Um, I'm letting today do its thing. I know tomorrow they won't contact me. And my mom's going to do my hair tomorrow. And hopefully it'll be done before my interview. I'm going to go to my interview, ace the interview, and know when I start. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be positive and optimistic like I used to be. It hasn't been the easiest with going through so much and 
digging myself in these holes. But, um, yeah, so I'm hoping everything turns out to well tomorrow. I know it will, but knock on wood in case it doesn't. <laughs> um, not only that, my mom told me about Sam's Club. So, um, I never really considered doing retail. I don't care for retail. I know how people's attitudes can get. But at the end of the day, my mom said Sam's Club is hiring for $18, $18.50 an hour. So I'm definitely going to do that. I don't know what they got me doing or have you doing. But um, my mom went there yesterday and she's trying to get my brother a job. So she's not really looking out for me in this moment. But my brother is 18 years old, so he needs to start working immediately. Um, but she went to Sam's Club and they are hiring. And the lady who like scans the tickets and shit like that um, at the door, they're basically paying 18 to 18.50 an hour. I don't know how true that is because granted, she is just scanning the stuff away. Um, but we shall see. We shall see. I'm going to look into it today and apply because if my interview tomorrow doesn't go great at least I have another interview Wednesday and then you know just keep applying honestly is how I see it until something works out and yeah also this is another thing before I move on for the whole job thing so I was supposed to do a housekeeping position that housekeeping position fell through because my doctor told me that I could not and should not as of right now, because it's only during that time, it's only been five months since my surgery. He said that I could not and should not lift anything over 50 pounds. He said I should really only be lifting anywhere between 40 to 45 to 50 pounds. Um, nothing over 50 pounds, obviously. Um, once he told me that, I called back the guy from the housekeeping position <laughs> and he asked me like, hey, so the requirement is, you know, can you do anything or not anything? Can I lift, push, pull anything from 20 to 100 pounds? I lied and said yes when my doctor literally just told me no. <laughs> so granted, it's a housekeeping position. I don't know what the fuck you can be lifting that's over 50 pounds. Um, I highly doubt that's the case, but who the fuck knows anymore? Um, so then he asked me if I was allergic to any cats or dogs, um, as the residents, cause I was going to be a housekeeper for a nursing home basically. Um, and he was like, do you have any allergic allergies to any pets? And I was like, well, I'm allergic to cats. And he was like, oh, well we can't continue. And I was like, why? Because I'm allergic to cats. And he was like, well, you know, there's people in here who have cats and you know, if something were to happen, they basically don't want that liability. And he was like, well, let me ask you this. Are you allergic to cats in like a deathly matter? And I was like, no. I was like, I was like, my eyes might itch at max, I said, but I'm not um, allergic, allergic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to die. It's not that deep. Um, but he was just like, yeah. He was like, well let's just finish the interview and he was like I'll let you know within 10 minutes of getting off that call I checked I want to say within an hour after we got off because I'm always checking my email um 
because I've been applying to so many jobs that I'm trying to see, like, did anybody get back to me yet? Did anybody get back to me yet? Because for whatever reason, they won't fucking call you anymore. They just email you um, unless they want to interview and stuff like that. So sometimes they don't. A lot of times I've just been getting emails. Um, so within... I want not even 10 minutes. I want to say 15 minutes or so. Within that hour of being on the phone with him, I check my email. I get an email, not from him, but from the company itself, an automated denial email saying, oh, unfortunately, we can't move forward. And they don't give a reason why. But I know the reason why. And in my head, I was like, this guy couldn't even have the decency to call me back. Like, he said he would. You know? He never said he would email. He said he would call back. And I was like, you didn't have the decency to break it to me that you weren't going to hire me because I'm allergic to cats. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I literally waited a week and a half to finish an interview with you that I knew I would get the job. And because I'm fucking allergic to cats, you're not going to accept me? What the fuck? I could not believe it, you guys. I could not believe it. And I get it. If you're allergic to cats or animals and stuff like that, you should not be around them. But at the end of the day, I'm a housekeeper. We are not, I don't want to say we're not in their apartments cleaning their homes. I feel like we are doing that. And I asked him that. And he said, no, it's really much like, you know, you might vacuum or dust. And in my head, I'm like, if I'm wearing a mask because they're old people in a nursing home while I'm cleaning, I should be fine. You know what I'm saying? As long as I'm not touching the cats, the cats aren't touching me. If a cat brushed past me, I'm going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? If I'm wearing gloves, I'm going to be fine. So it didn't work out. It did not work out. <laughs> so now I applied to be a rehab. I can't pronounce it correctly. A rehabilitation rehab. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's rehabilitation aid rehabilit- rehab habilitation I can say it if I look at it but it's basically rehab habilitation and it's an aid and the other interview was also for a housekeeper but for a casino so yeah I'm excited and then obviously I'm gonna apply to Sam's Club because that's that's two more dollars in the housekeeping position and then it's a dollar and fifty cents more possibly at Sam's Club than it is that rehab job I was saying um so yeah that is that (laughs) um we're gonna take a quick break and I'm gonna find something else for us to talk about because I'm so done venting and the next time I tell you guys anything about my job or in my life it will be because something good has happened side note I had talked to my therapist about the whole job thing and she was just like wow like I'm surprised and I was like yeah I was like honestly like I told my best friend Summer I could literally put a book together of all the denial emails I've ever gotten within the last two to three years um especially last year last year oh my goodness your girl was depressed (laughs) I like I This job market is so competitive and I learned from TikTok recently and I learned from a cousin of mine who is a recruiter. Um, You just gotta lie. 
you know, maybe you don't lie on your resume, but maybe you lie through your teeth at the interview process. You just gotta lie. For certain things, you gotta lie. Um, so I don't plan to ever lie <laughs> during my interviews. I don't, I don't like lying if I'm being honest. So that is just the thought for you guys to keep in mind. Sometimes you gotta lie. <laughs> anyway, so I'm gonna take a quick break, you guys, and, uh, Let's find some other other things to chat about. Hey you guys, welcome back, welcome back. So today's a brand new day. I am currently making oatmeal because I have not eaten at all yet today. It is 12, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I just got into my house from door dashing all morning. So long story short, Anthony worked today. Um, the goal was always to DoorDash today. Um, I wasn't sure how much prior until yesterday. Um, uh, regardless of that, I made what I needed to make for the things that I needed to make the money for. Um, so I'm home, I'm eating my oatmeal, the rest is my oatmeal. It's going to go off in like 15 seconds. Um, so bear with me. <laughs> Um, I'm currently charging my phone because I was out door dashing. Door dash was pretty good. It was great, honestly, because I am a top dasher. So I get a lot of uh, good orders. There were some low orders today. I did not take them. Uh, I think the lowest order that I seen was like 350. The only reason why I did not take that 350 is because the person lived farther than the order was worth. And that's how I plan if I'm going to deliver somebody's order or not. Because if you order something and it comes out to 350 and I got to take it 6.6 miles away, I know right then in there that you did not tip. And if you did, it's a super small tip. So I never, I try not, I don't want to say never, but I try not to take the lower orders. I honestly feel... Whew, sorry, my stomach hurts and I'm so hungry. Um, honestly, I feel like if I was not top dasher, I would do it the same way I always do it, which would be to take the lower orders because usually once you do, you start to eventually get higher orders. Um, that's not always the case. Um, you definitely still get the smaller orders, but um, I think it's definitely better being top dasher than not being top dasher. Um... Yeah, so anyways, I am back home. I'm recording the rest of this podcast for you guys. And um, yeah, so let's take a break and get right into it. All right, you guys. So oatmeal is finished. I ate it. I'm feeling a lot better. I am feeling sleepy. So I really just want to go lay down and take a nap. But um, that doesn't happen too much. I know when I, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so tired, I should take a nap. I wind up not taking a nap because I don't, like, I know I'm tired, but I don't mentally feel too tired. So I'm just, naps are a come and go thing with me. And I enjoy naps, but I also hate them because it usually be the best sleep of your life. And sometimes when I wake up from a nap, I still feel groggy and, like, sleepy and I just want to go back to sleep. So that's never a good thing. <laughs> um, anyways, so 
long story short, I had a interview yesterday. And as far as I can tell, it went great. So whenever I hear something, I'll let you guys know. Um, aside from that, this is what I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk DoorDash. So, unfortunately, Anthony and I don't have the right planned time for him to join the podcast and talk about this with me because you know he obviously has his own DoorDash stories we've obviously DoorDash together and have you know had our conjoined stories so with that being said I'll tell you all the DoorDash stories that I remember that happened to me or even with Anthony and whenever he comes onto the podcast um Maybe we can reiterate these DoorDash stories and just how it happened. Maybe get his take um, on how it happened and just his thought process. There is no order for any of these. Um, also, I don't. I have not had a lot of bad DoorDash horror stories, so this won't take too long. <laughs> okay, so long story short. Because I was door dashing today, I figured I'd talk about it now before I even forget it because it's not that deep of a story. But being a door dasher, you realize, and you don't even have to be a door dasher, there are always going to be a specific type of situation that occurs where you're looking at yourself maybe your friend, whoever is with you in this point in time, um, no matter what you're doing, uh, there will always be a time where you notice that people are entitled. Entitled, entitled, entitled. Like, these people are the definitions of entitled. Obviously, no names are going to be spilt because I don't remember their names. I do so happen to remember this customer's name that I uh, had recently. I'm not going to say his name because it's pointless and there's so many other people with his name. So, long story short, this guy, uh, he ordered Arby's, okay? And I was like, okay, Arby's. The order was probably like Five seventy-five. I don't recall what it was. Um. So, as I'm driving to Arby's, I'm like, okay, cool. Get to Arby's and wait for the order. All of these fast food places have like anywhere between one to four people working in the company, um, or in the building, I guess, and they're just slow. Um, because of that. And then you have people who actually are slow. Long story short, I pick up his order from Arby's. As I'm walking into Arby's, because you can't go through their drive-thru and pick up your DoorDash order. As I'm walking into Arby's, I get another alert from DoorDash saying, Hey, we got a Taco Bell order for you. It's $6. You know, do you want to add it? It's going towards your same route anyways um with so many words obviously (laughs) so 
I accept it. I'm like, okay, five and five dollars and six dollars, why not? That's nine dollars, whatever. Ooh, excuse me. I'm just burping my <coughs> burping my throat my throat mail, my oatmeal up. Wow. I did not throw it up. It's just <laughs> I had like gas and I started to burp and then as I started to burp like throw throw up almost came out. It's nasty and weird. Anyways, so I'm like, okay, sure. I accept the Taco Bell order. Honestly, you guys, I almost forgot about this Taco Bell order because the people in Arby's were taking so fucking long. Um, from what I can see, there was only two women there, but it sounded like there was a third, possibly a fourth. Um, but, you know, so I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. I get the order and I literally drive seconds away. Like the Taco Bell is seconds away. It's around the corner, if you will. I pull out of the Arby's. I drive straight and I go over to the right and there's the Wendy's and the Taco Bell and all that other stuff. I go to Taco Bell and I drive around. I park um, is it Taco Bell? Yeah, I was thinking about Wendy's because I did have a Wendy's order. So I, I went into Taco Bell. I go through the drive-thru because at Taco Bell, you can actually go through the drive-thru and pick up your order. So I go through the drive-thru. The lady's like, hey, so come up and pull around the front. Now, I peep what she said, but I wasn't too sure why you would have me go around to the front, um, especially since I have a DoorDash order. So I'm in line. I'm waiting, which didn't even have to. Um, so I pull up to the second window and I'm like, yes, yeah, so I have a DoorDash order. And she was like, okay, yeah, pull out on the front. So I pull around to the front. I'm sitting there, you guys, probably a good 10 minutes. I'm not going to lie. Um, now, the thing with DoorDash is if you accept the order... You cannot hit that you arrive to the store until you are close to the store or literally at the store. So once I put arrived, obviously, which is the whole time I was waiting there, I pulled around to the front. I sat there 10 minutes. Then Anthony called me because he was on his break. And as like literally as soon as Anthony called me, within like a minute or two before I got a text message from this guy okay so with DoorDash you can call the person or text the person whether that be in app or off app what off app means is that if somebody is not signed up through DoorDash completely you cannot text them through the DoorDash app if you go to text them it will take you to your personal uh, messages page on your phone and you text them that way it's obviously encrypted with a different number that the dasher or the customer can call back and forth from and text um, there are times when people don't have any of that set up so you can't call and or text them um, and then vice versa you know there's people who don't have the texting but you can call them or you can text them but you can't call them so it's just all around bullshit with certain people um, let's be real. And it's always, always, always the customers. Um, 
if you're a good dasher, like, there's nothing wrong with you. I will say that. And don't let these customers try to play you because they definitely will. And that's why I say it's it's disrespectful most of the time, but they're also, like, really, really, really entitled people. Long story short, so I'm waiting for... Uh, another customer's order. So these are two separate orders at this point. I got the RVs and then I went to Taco Bell. I'm waiting for this girl's order. So I, as soon as I pulled up to Taco Bell, I hit, um, arrived at store. So I was already waiting like a good seven to 10 minutes for that order. And what pissed me off is somebody else went through the drive-thru they pulled around and parked in the front, literally right next to me. As soon as they parked, the girl that I just told I was here for a DoorDash order immediately came out and gave them their order, if not DoorDash order. I don't know if they were DoorDashing or not. Um, I believe it was tied up, so it led me to believe that they were DoorDashing. Um, so I was I was upset. Long story short, I wasn't upset. It wasn't that deep. It was only like a fucking $6 order. Okay, you guys. So, I apologize. I got interrupted with a phone call from my best friend, Summer. Um, so, long story short, I am sitting at the Taco Bell. And before Anthony calls me, I get a text message from this guy. I quickly read the message and I clicked on it because I was like, hold up. That don't make no sense. So I clicked on it. I replied when I was on the phone with Anthony and I told Anthony the whole story. And he was like, what? He was like, who the fuck do these people think they are? Why are they talking to you like that? Why are they coming like that? (laughs) It's like, relax, chill. I was like, he definitely came type grimy, not even grimy. What's that word I'm looking for? Um, It's not even shady. He just came disrespectful in a way I guess um and basically he messaged me and was just like um do you know when you'll be here with my Arby's order because I seen that you ordered it and you're not on your way yet or something like that and um like something along those lines basically like asking me like where I'm at because he doesn't want his Arby's to get cold and he's seen that I haven't moved much from the location and I was like yeah by this point I'm telling Anthony everything like I'm on the phone with him and I'm like this guy is crazy so (laughs) I messaged him back and I was like I was like yeah I'm waiting on another order and he goes I wish I could have screenshotted that shit. <laughs> he goes, he was like, okay. He was like, I don't even know what he said. Basically, he just said, okay, well, um, I just wanted to check because I don't like, he was like, Arby's, something about Arby's food is garbage when it's cold. So I didn't even go back to the text message um, that he sent me. I just sent him the emoji of, like, the oh well emoji because, like, that's not my problem. Mind you, he lived five fucking minutes away, which is why I did not care to rush, which is why I also did not care if I was going to be late or not because I had 
another order from Taco Bell. Mind you, he was from Arby's. I had another order from Taco Bell that was literally seconds away from each other. There's probably like one light in between, but uh, most of the time, like I get past that light and the light does not take that long. So that's why I accepted the order because it said, okay, it's on your route. I'm taking more money. Honestly, because he said what he said and, you know, I had my husband in my ear low-key hyping me up, I wasn't going to dismiss that Taco Bell order. But I did dismiss the Taco Bell order from this woman that I don't feel bad about. (laughs) Um, Just because, like, I had already been at Taco Bell for, like, five minutes. And there was nobody at this Taco Bell. Like, there were some people in the drive-thru when I got there, but there was only two people. Then, once I even got up to the window, they said, come to the front. I only recognized, I don't want to say recognized, but I only noticed one car pulled up behind me. I wasn't paying attention to if anybody else came. Aside from that, the girl who told me to pull around the front literally walked out five minutes later with somebody else's order that I believe was also a DoorDash order. So because it was $6, I did miss out on that $6, but I eventually did gain another $6 order to take me probably a little bit less than what I probably would have had, but I still came out in the end winning and I got more than enough uh, money made. Not more than enough, but I enough for what I needed for basically um so that was one story actually wasn't so crazy but um I figured I'd tell you guys about that first just because that literally did happen to me first today um another story that I can share Anthony and I were and I'm pretty sure he'll think of this story as well because it's just like a main story um I'll say that after this. So, Anthony and I were door dashing. Probably, it was last year. Don't remember what month. It was later last year. And we were door dashing, chilling, having a good time, laughing, whatever, having conversation. Um, I don't know if we had just started. I think we were, I think we door dashed all day. But at this point in time, you know, we had some money. We didn't have to take this order but even after this order we essentially continued to DoorDash. Long story short I don't remember what this lady got but it was in a bag like everything else. (laughs) So long story short me and Anthony are talking chilling. I I don't even think he had his phone at this point like we were still using my phone to DoorDash so Usually when we're on our way from the restaurant to the person's house, I'm using my phone on the side when I know we know where we're going. So he was pulling up to the house and we had the directions on. The house, or not the house, the DoorDash app gave us a specific address. Now, granted, I did not double check the address. So this could have definitely been on our part and it probably was on our part so I'm at least acknowledging that so 
we're pulling up to the place because the directions, I, I think it's just Waze. Waze has a habit of not telling you which which side the house is on if there are multiple houses on each side of the road. So they don't they don't do that. They'll only tell you, okay, the house is here. Now as a driver, you're left to look left or right to see, hey, is it on this side of the road or is it on that side of the road as far as the house that we're looking for? I checked the address once, you guys. When we pulled up to the address, um, we always drive by these houses. So we were like, okay, cool. We know this area. We've been here. I literally went to go take the food to their porch, took a picture of it. By the time we pulled off, we got another order. So we're on our way to our order. And we're turning around, but there's no way to turn around. So we had to continue to drive until we found the spot to turn around. As we're turning around, the woman that I just dropped the food off to, she did not come out. None of that. Long story short, we drop it off and I believe she texted or called. I don't recall, but I'm about to tell you everything that happened between her and us. So... We're turning around, whatever. We're like two minutes, three minutes from passing by that house again. But before we do that, this woman, because like I said, we still have to drive up to find somewhere to turn around. So once we turn around, the woman contacts us and she's like, hey, so where's my food at? I didn't get my food. Um, the place that you took a picture, that is not my porch. And I was, um, I don't remember if my husband or I talked, but basically we told her, like, um, we dropped it off at the address that was given. So, you know, we apologize. We apologize, even though she possibly put in the wrong address. So she would. And then she goes, well, what are you going to do about it? I kid you not, you guys. We were not on the phone with this woman. I don't think we were on the phone with this woman. But she goes, what are you going to do about it? And we said, okay, well, what's your address? She tells us her address. (laughs) Mind you, we already accepted another order, so she shouldn't even be talking to us. Once... Once you finish a DoorDash order, that customer has about, like, two to five minutes to get back to you. It seemed like this lady was talking to us, not for ten minutes, but we definitely had more than enough conversation for her to be talking to us that long. So, she goes, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Actually, we were on the phone, because I remember her, her tone, and she was so upset And she goes, well, what are you going to do about it? She was like a black woman. Not that it matters, but her tone is different from any other races. So she goes, well, what are you going to do about it? She's like, I ordered food and I expected it to be here when it got here. I just got home from work. 
And we're like, honestly, we're not even sure how you can still contact us because we already moved on to another order. So when we asked her her address, my husband looked up the address and he says, you know what's crazy? He said her house is literally right across the fucking street. Right across the fucking road. Like, the only way I can explain it to you guys is picture a blank canvas, okay? You can turn the blank canvas any way you please. Now, if you give your blank canvas a straight line on the top end of the canvas, and then you give another straight line at the bottom end of the canvas, on those Above those two lines, and depending on which way you put your canvas, um, it's to the side. So, regardless of that, there's rows and rows of houses on the left-hand side. On the left-hand side, you have the one lane where the cars are coming the opposite way of you. Me and my husband were in the right lane, which is the only second lane there where we can all just drive straight the opposite way. On our side of the road, there is just rows and rows and rows of houses. And now when I say rows and rows of houses, there's either one house and there's some space. And then there's two other houses connected. And then there's um, some space and then there's more. That's what I mean. Um, but it's on like a main road, like people are driving every which way pretty much. And then, you know, there's roads that you can turn down to, whether it be for an alleyway or just to another road. So Anthony Googles her house. She lived right across the fucking street. So When he Googled it, he was like, oh, tell her, like, we can't go get it because we already accepted an order. As I'm telling her this, she goes, well, that's why I delivered it. I didn't want to have to leave my house. I'm not, she's like, she's like, I'm naked. I'm not wearing any clothes. She was like, you can't come back and bring it to me. I was like, no, we're on another order and I don't know where your address is. And at the end of the day, granted, we can put it back in, but that's, no, you live right across the fucking street, woman. Like, Anthony might have a better story time on that because I feel like I'm missing out on some things, but she definitely had an attitude. She definitely felt some type of way that her food was not delivered at the right house. And granted, we apologized, but whether or not you were home alone, you could have still gotten some and got your food and got dressed, which she eventually did. Whether or not she sent somebody out to do it instead of her, we have no clue. Because once, like I said, once we were turning back around when we passed our house, where I had dropped the food, it was no longer there. And I'm telling you guys, it wasn't even more than 10 minutes. It wasn't more than 10 minutes. And she had the nerve to say, oh... I don't have any clothes on. What am I supposed to do? I don't fucking know. Put some fucking clothes on and pick up your fucking food. Like, people are so, so entitled. It's crazy. Like, there has been a time where me and my husband were door dashing and we dropped the food off to the wrong location. But that's because the customers who ordered the food did not put in the right address. 
Because once again, we're in a different area. So these are like big houses, like not mansions, but like big houses. And they all have their land. And, you know, it's just a a house on all this land. So each individual house, it's a different uh, outline or a different outside or whatever may have you. Um, aside from that, they're all just like on these lands and they all have front yard space, side space, a garage space, a backyard, like shits and shits of fucking land, basically. Um, and there's houses back to back to back, but like I said, they all have had, you know, they all had like their own driveway, um, or like a driveway, it depended on their house. So one time these people ordered food. And we dropped it off to the wrong house, but that's because, like I said, the customer didn't put in the right house number or letter because they all essentially had the same number, just not the same letter. So when I took a picture, they called and it was just like, hey, so, you know, they were nice about it. And she was like, hey, so I see my food was dropped off. I don't think that's the right place. I think that's across the street. Granted, they definitely could have made it less awkward and walked across the street to their neighbor's house and grabbed their own food. But because we didn't get anywhere and we had to literally turn around to leave, um, it wasn't a guarded entrance, but like once you enter in, you're just in the area with all these nice houses. So we had to turn around anyways to leave and once we were almost leaving she called me and she was like yeah so my dad's actually standing outside and I was just like why wouldn't her dad say anything granted I believe they were Indian so I don't know if he even spoke English I know she did and they were super super nice um but yeah we were just like because we just had that I think this was in the same day if I'm being honest So we just had that woman, um, you know, with the whole, oh, I'm not dressed. How am I supposed to get my food? And I took my hair off. I don't know, bitch, put the shit back on. (laughs) So anyways, that was one instance where, okay, we fucked up. Um, it wasn't at the right location. It was across the street. So we just drove back around. I literally walked back onto somebody else's property just for the dad to meet me in the middle of the street so I can pass him his food. Um, My skin is annoying me. Mm. You ever have those moments where you have like a hangnail but not on your nail? It's just part of your skin and you try to get it and it doesn't come off so fucking annoying anyways that was some DoorDash stories for you I don't I know there was another crazy one oh yes um this will be the last one because I don't quite remember this is um so if you want to hear some more DoorDash stories and what I've experienced or my husband or just us together let me know And um, I'm definitely going to end his butt on here and we will discuss some more DoorDash stories, um, especially the ones that maybe I've missed. Um, One time, him and I were DoorDashing again. 
and we were pretty local you know we were probably like a city over from us and everything was cool just I don't remember I think we had I don't want to say just started out but it wasn't too long into door dashing so at least anywhere from two to four hours we were door dashing um he had a order for somebody who did not put in their correct address we soon found out that this person who did not enter their correct address was because they had issues what i mean by that so we are door dashing we picked up the order and i think the restaurant took forever on the order or maybe we caught traffic or maybe we could not find the location i don't recall what happened but the customer wind up being really disrespectful towards my husband because granted he was door dashing not i but it is under my name obviously so i i don't recall i would have to ask him um maybe he can reiterate the story and i'll bring that up but everything was fine and then this customer was just like oh where's my food why didn't you bring it here yet you're so fucking lazy I can't believe they have you working like just coming crazy and my husband was like wait what what the fuck is going on um I believe it was a girl I don't recall and she definitely had issues but she also had mental issues most likely um and I'll get to that in a minute. So basically, she's just like going on and on. Like, where are you with my food? And um, I I don't remember. I think she tried to say we didn't drop her food off at the right location. Something along those lines. But she was definitely going on and on. She was talking in capital letters. Talking about, I hope you have a bad day. I hope you get into a car accident. Like, she was going in, and we were like, listen, you're either some young kid that took over their phone, and they don't know that, you know, their parents don't know that you took over their phone, and are doing some bullshit, or maybe you're just an adult who's having a bad day, and for whatever reason, you're taking out on us. Like, we did not message them first, we did not call them first, we were not ready for them. Uh, whatsoever and she just started going crazy and I believe that once my husband dropped the food off she was the one to come out or they had someone else come out for her long story short uh, we felt bad to an extent because we discovered where she was from Um, she is basically at um I guess you I guess you can say like a rehab therapy psychiatrist help you with your mental health or your behavioral issues day program type situation um possibly on drugs and trying to get clean like nobody knows um I think it's called like a I don't know the name of it but I believe it's like a learning center of some sort 
um, but they they help people with their problems, whether you're depressed, uh, anxious with anxiety or bipolar disorder, or maybe you're autistic, like they help a lot of people. So at first I told Anthony, I was just like, honestly, I was like, you can definitely come back because fuck DoorDash for thinking we did anything wrong to this person when we haven't. Um, I don't, I think we kept it pretty much classy, to be honest. Um, and you know, we laughed about it. We was pissed off. We felt some type of way. But then once we found the location, we were like, oh damn. We kind of just laughed and kikied and made fun of a person that probably has more issues than us at this point. Um, whether it's behavioral or whatever the fuck was her issue. Um, and we went back there again. Was it for the same person? I don't think so. But at the end of the day, like, they were just going on and on and on talking about, like, I'm gonna, like, I I could not believe this, you guys. I was like, she is lucky that her order was, I don't even remember how much it cost, but she's lucky that her order cost much it cost because we definitely could have denied her food and she could have been waiting however long she waited um so yeah we've had some definitely crazy stories to tell I've had a story where this guy lived in an apartment building and instead of putting his like actual details as far as like where to leave his food he didn't do that so he didn't answer and it was just it was a whole thing this is what I'm gonna have to say before I exit out of this if you are a door dasher okay if you're driving the food just double triple check okay double triple check the addresses double triple check the drinks and make sure that when you leave out of the store, if it's a fast food place, at least, you know, sometimes Sheets or Wawa, wherever, they give you a bag, make sure it's closed. You know what I'm saying? Some places don't close their bags, that's fine. But at the end of the day, if it's closed, it's closed. And that usually means that everything's in that bag. But if it's not closed and you don't double and triple check you're obviously in the wrong. You gotta check for the drink. I'm sorry. Um, what number was this? Third or fourth thing. Fourth thing for dashers, because we're not in the wrong. We can be in the wrong, but we're not in the wrong. Um, at least not intentionally. I don't know about anyone who's out here, like, stealing people's food because they didn't get a tip and they had to drive a certain mile or something I'm gonna say this number four is well yeah just make sure the bag is closed check for the drink uh my two tips for door dashing I would say is be very careful with your deliveries slash pickups So, what I mean by that is, excuse me, 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> what I mean by that is just like I'm losing my train of thought. Oh my goodness. <sighs> I don't remember you guys. <laughs> I really don't remember. Oh my god. My mind is bad. <laughs> my memory is bad. Um I do have two tips. Okay. First tip because I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> First tip is when you have a order, I don't care if you just logged in to DoorDash. I don't care if you're about to log out. Um, well, if you log in, that's a different story. But once you log in, if your first order comes through and it's... T- okay, three tips because that's a different story. First tip, if you are a top dasher and you log in and you have a low order, remember that that decision is up to you. Like I said before, the way the reason why I don't accept low orders is because I know people don't tip. So if I'm getting high, if I'm a top dasher and I log in and my first order is 350, it is up to me whether or not I want to accept that order. Now, what I do is if it's 350 and it says you got to drive I don't know 1.2 or 2.2 miles away, I may or may not do it just to get the low amounts off of my ass. But if you're doing 350, 375 and they're asking you to drive 6.6, 7.8 miles, that too is entirely up to you. I would not do that because it's obviously farther from where you're picking up the food. And not only that, they're never tipping you. Um, if they're tipping you, it's a $1.50 or less, um, if that. So I would just be wary of that. Um, if you are about to log off of DoorDash and you're a top dasher, I would say accept all the orders. You can still determine whether or not you want to do the low orders, but at the end of the day, it's still going to add up. Um, I would say that makes sense, but don't don't constantly take the low orders. That's going to take you longer. And um, another tip for Top Dasher is make sure you try to do it as often as possible because once that month is over, you may or may not be Top Dasher anymore. And not only that, when you're top dasher, you obviously get higher orders. Second tip, if you are not a top dasher, that is okay. You can always work your way up to being top dasher. I would say this, don't let DoorDash get in your head. Top dasher is great. Um, but DoorDash in general is not all what it's cracked up to be. So if you are not a top dasher, don't worry about being top dasher. You can always work up to it. You will always lose it. Um, it all depends on how long and how much you DoorDash. Not a top dasher. I would suggest you start out with the lower orders. I don't care if you just logged in and you have a dollar for $2.25. Like I said, you can always think, hmm, are they going to tip me? Are they not going to tip me? Not being top dasher, that doesn't really matter. 
that's not the case. I know you want it to matter, but that's not it. I've learned that not being top dasher, you get shit orders and you may or may not be able to even fucking door dash. So try to, you know, improve on yourself and become top dasher because I guarantee you, um, it makes door dash way more fun and it goes by way more smoothly. Um, tip number three is, Ooh, tip number three, make sure that you are checking the addresses Make sure that when you are grocery shopping for these people that, um, I don't, I haven't heard or seen anyone do this, but don't add food to the cart. I haven't done it. I've thought about it, but I have a feeling that once it's scanned, DoorDash is going to say like, oh, they didn't ask for this item. That item should not be there. So I don't know if you are not done that, but don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Also, um, this is part of number three because I've seen it on TikTok. If you are a door dasher, I don't care if it's not a top dasher or if it is a top dasher, be considerate. I know you might have other orders. I I know you may have to finish up and do whatever you have to do, but just be careful. You know, be considerate to where you're placing people's orders. Um, Don't place it directly in front of the door to where they can't come out. Um, Side note, I want to say this. I had made a TikTok. Uh, where this girl was like, oh my god, they left my DoorDash food in front of my door. What am I supposed to do? Now, granted, she didn't have any contacts, context. Um, obviously, her food was in front of the door. But because I don't have 20-20 vision and I actually have to wear glasses and my glasses actually work for me, um, I can see that it's an issue, obviously, leaving someone's food in front of their door directly. Um, don't do that, obviously. It's kind of common sense not to do that. But I also have some tips, a lot of tips for the customers. Tip number one, as a customer, don't be a bitch. Tip number two, don't be an asshole. Tip number three, if you're going to say leave it at my door, don't be outside of your door waiting for it. We still have to take a picture of the shit. Tip number four, as a customer, if you're going to say hand it to me and you work at a business or if you're at school or if you're a doctor, don't put hand it to me put it leave it at my door leave it here not only that tip number five fuck it there is a box with follow-up instructions for your door dashers to see now granted door dash fucked up because there was a time i was doing a door dash order and the lady wanted me to make sure that she had extra sauce now, I didn't know that she wanted extra sauce until I clicked her address to go to her house. Um, DoorDash switched that up, I believe, because it doesn't make sense for me to confirm that I got your food, but now I'm seeing your instructions for your food. So it doesn't make sense. Um, if you're a customer, I would just say if you forgot something 
and you need to add something, don't go to DoorDash. We're not going to know. Most likely we're driving. Um, also, it's not our responsibility to make sure you have extra sauces and stuff like that. Just because the Door, the Dasher, the DoorDash app basically has accommodations for you. So at the end of the day, if you do, as a customer, forget something on your order, you have to call the restaurant. If the restaurant won't do anything about it, I would say then call your DoorDasher. But other than that, we're not going to know until we get to your house or till we're driving. And at the end of the day, we need to be there safe because none of us want to get into our car accident. None of us want to get pulled over for any reason when we're taking your food to you. <laughs> um, also, don't be a bitch. Like I said, don't be an asshole. If you live five fucking minutes away like this guy did today, don't rush nobody with your order. It's your fault that you got nasty ass Arby's and it's your fault that you're going to have to warm that bitch up anyways. And at the end of the day, what do you want me to do? Click my heels and fly over to you? No. You're going to have to wait like everyone else. I'm sick and tired of people saying, oh my God, I hate DoorDash. This These dashers are taking so long. You live one to five minutes away. Granted, some of you can't walk because it is a far walk. But guess what? You have a car and you can definitely go pick up your own food. Especially if you're not going to tip. Ugh. Anyways, um, tip number six or seven, I don't know what I'm on, for the clients and cus- slash customers of DoorDash. Um, do better. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Do better. Like, if you're not going to tip, then you don't need to be ordering off DoorDash. Just saying. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you're going to get your food with or without a tip. But at the end of the day, like, we're basically just another Domino's delivery driver. And we all know how that goes. Nobody rarely t- ever tips them. So it's like, DoorDash is basically the same thing. Except now, we can pick up your mail. We can do pizza deliveries. We can, um, I don't fucking know. We can do all types of shit. But that's my take on it and my turn so i'm gonna stop ranting i'm gonna let you guys go i hope you enjoy this episode contact me you guys no one is contacting me and i feel so sad (laughs) because i know you're listening and if you listen this far all you have to do is reach out tell me what you like tell me what you don't like tell me what you want me to do tell me what you don't want me to do at the end of the day i'm still gonna not yeah at the end of the day, I'm still going to do what I want to do. But at the end of the day, I just need some reassurance, some clarification that like, hey, you're going in the right direction. Or hey, maybe do this, maybe do that. That's all I need. That's all I'm asking for. All right, you guys. Have a wonderful Friday, a beautiful weekend, and we'll talk next week. Bye.